3: The BBC presents Peter Cook and Marjorie Westbury in Paul Temple and the Conrad Case. The final episode, Person Unknown. Trying to say something, sir. Okay.
0: Okay. Doctor... Yes, all right, Smith. Sergeant, get to a telephone and see if you can get a doctor here as quick as possible. Yes, sir.
3: Are you
4: sure it's Captain Smith, Temple?
0: I'm positive, Sir Graham. Ah. Wait a minute. Smith? Paddy? He won't need a doctor, Sir Graham. He's dead.
5: I do not understand this, Sir Graham. What is this Captain Smith doing here? That's something we have to find out, Bricksharft. Oh, you think perhaps the man who telephoned Mr. Temple, uh, who impersonated Harper, you, you think perhaps he also asked Captain Smith to come here? I think he ordered Captain Smith to come here. So, uh, this means that Smith is not the man you are looking for. That's right, Brickshaw. Then this mysterious person, unknown... Obviously left before we arrived. That
4: sounds like trouble, sir. The sergeant may have seen someone. Oh, well, there's a police car out in the road. It, it's a fire, sir. Oh, where is it? Near the main entrance, and the wind's blowing it this way. Those barrels of linseed oil out there, sir, don't go up like petrol. We'd better make for the river. The front way's already cut off, sir. Had a tip of a job getting back. Then come on, we'll go back the way we came. And what about Smith? We'll just have to leave it. Leave the way, Sergeant. <coughs> this smoke's getting worse. Yes. Keep close behind.
3: <coughs> Quickly, everybody. <coughs> This is really getting ground. Now, sir, get a move on, Sergeant. Oh, there's heat. <laughs> Careful,
4: Sir Graham. Oh, we're all right. This leads back to the river. Down here, Sir Graham. Wait a minute.
3: Where are Temple and of What? <laughs> I, I thought they were following. Perhaps there's, there's another way down to the river, sir. They're probably in the launch by now. I don't, where. I don't see what we can do, sir. Come along, Sir Graham. <laughs>
4: Had to take the launch out into midstream, sir. It was too dangerous there. Yes, all right, sergeant. There's Temple on the roof with shaft. Well, they can't stay up there long. Huh? They'll have to jump for it. Have you got a megaphone on board, sergeant? Yes, sir. Well, give it to me. Temple, can you see us? Temple.
0: Yes, he's waving, sir Graham.
4: You'll have to jump for it. You'll we'll have to jump into the river. We'll stand by, temple. Give me a hand, temple. Uh,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Sir Graham.
4: What on earth happened Joe? Well,
0: oh, We lost sight of you. He turned through
5: a sort of tunnel and the fire was right ahead.
0: We had no choice. We had to go up on
5: the roof. Well, thanks to Sir Graham and to Inspector Vosper, we are safe, Mr. Templeton. Yes, if a, a trifle wet. Yes, yes, but I shouldn't have liked
0: anything to have happened to you. Oh, thank you, Breckshaft. I shouldn't have liked anything to have happened to you either. Let me fill your glass, Bregshaft.
5: Oh, thank you. Uh, ju- just a little.
1: Are you sure you feel all right, Paul? Oh, don't
0: worry, darling. I've had a hot bath and three
4: whiskies. All the same, it was a pretty grim business.
1: Oh, Paul, Dr. Conrad telephoned. No. He said there was still no news of Betty. It's
5: very strange that this girl should disappear again. Yes. I suppose it's possible that whoever impersonated Harper to you, Mr. Temple... May I have done the same to Betty Collard. Yes, that's quite possible. Have you no idea who this man might be?
0: I have a very good idea.
5: You have? Yes, I think it's Fritz Gunther. But uh, what makes you suspect Gunther, Mr. Temple? I made some
0: inquiries about him at various studios and theatres. Before he became a straight actor, he used to tour the music halls as an impersonator.
1: Oh, Oh, that explains quite a lot about the Bavarian accent of his.
0: Oh, that was part of his act. He rarely spoke English perfectly.
1: Yes,
4: but what, what makes you think he's in this country?
0: Well, I haven't actually seen him, but I know he comes here quite frequently.
4: He still acts in films, then?
0: No. He's after bigger money, Sir Graham. I suspect that he's an agent for an organisation concerned with drug smuggling and blackmail. Am I right, Brickshaw?
5: You are perfectly right, Temple. I had a report of that effect from Madame Klein just before I left Munich.
1: But, Madame Klein?
5: I did not tell you sooner, but now you had better know. Madame Klein is an agent for Interpol. Ah, that doesn't surprise me in the least.
1: Did I never do dreamt... Madame Klein?
5: She has been helping us to try to trace the source of this drug smuggling, but but it has not been easy.
1: Do you think Joyce Gunther is involved as well as her husband?
5: No, no. I have reason to believe that Mrs. Gunther is very much troubled about him. She is also very much troubled about her little boy.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know she had a child. Why is she worried?
5: Because she has been threatened by this organization that that if her husband did not obey orders, then the child might suffer. Oh, I expect
0: yes. it was Smith who threatened her, and that's why she warned me against him. Most probably.
4: You don't think this man, Fritz Gunther, is the man we're after? No, Sir Graham. What about you, Temple? I agree with Breckshaft.
0: I don't think so either. Hello? Is that you, Temple? Oh, hello, Vasper. What's new?
3: Fritz Gunther is staying at a hotel
0: in Knightsbridge. Ah. I've got two men tailing him. Good. You think we'll be able to pull him in soon? Yes, I do. On a murder charge. Murder charge? Yes. The murder of Gerda Holman. I see. All right, I'll keep in touch. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: Morning papers?
0: Oh, thank you, Charlie. Remember what I told you yesterday about keeping an eye on the door? That still goes. You bet, Mr. Temple. Don't worry. I'll be on the job. Go on.
1: They've got the whole story, Paul. Betty Conrad finishing school Hmm? in Bavaria, Harley Street, psychiatrist. I
0: wonder who on earth managed to get the story.
1: It says it's by the Daily News crime reporter, a man called Howard Ross. Oh.
0: Let me have a look, Steve.
1: Yeah. He's a bit hazy on facts, but he's made some pretty good guesses. And he's got pictures of apparently everybody, including poor Mrs. Weldon.
0: Yeah, so he has. (laughs) By Timothy, that's a terrible picture of Breckschall. Yeah, but
1: the one of you isn't so hard to either.
0: No, it certainly isn't. You know, I don't agree with you, Steve. What do you mean? His facts are pretty good, considering. He's got the whole story, the countess, the attempted murder. Mm -hmm. He even mentions Elliot France. Mr Harper, sir. Oh, come in, Harper. Good morning, Mrs Temple.
1: Uh, Good morning, Mr Harper. Paul, remember, I've I've got a hair appointment. Mm. i shall see you later. All right, honey. Excuse me, rushing away like this, Mr.
0: Harper. Yes, of course, Mrs. Temple. You sent for me. Yes, I did. Well? Harper, we're coming to the end of this case, and it isn't going to be a very happy ending as far as you're concerned. I don't follow you. How long have you known Howard Ross? Howard Ross, the crime reporter on the Daily News. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, Harper, I've known Ross for years. He's a first-class journalist and a man of integrity. I've only got to pick that telephone up. I've nothing to do with that newspaper story, Temple. No? Funny. There's a photograph of everyone concerned in this affair splashed right across the front page. A photograph of everyone, except you. That was part of the arrangement, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. That was just a coincidence. I... I'm going to the office. Sit down. Look here, Temple, you, you can't threaten me. Sit down. Sit down. What is it you want? How long have you been taking drugs? Taking drugs? You must be out of your mind. you think suggest- I can't recognise the symptoms after all these years. You're bluffing. You've got no proof. Haven't I? Your friend Paddy, Captain Smith, died last night. I know that. Before he died, he talked quite a lot. Good heavens, Temple, you know Smith. You know what a liar the man was. A dying man doesn't usually tell lies. You know, Harper, unless you cooperate with us, you're liable to find yourself facing a murder charge. What the devil are you talking about? I'm talking about the murder of Gerda Holman. I had nothing to do with the Holman murder. But you know who had, don't you? Yes, but... Well, go on. I, I think it was Fritz Gunther, thank you. Now, if you take my advice, you'll see Inspector Vospern make a complete statement. I can think of pleasanter ways of committing suicide. No, we'll take care of you until we pick up the person behind all this. The person you're frightened of. You'll never do that, Temple. What makes you so sure? Because you don't know who you're after. Take a look at this newspaper. You see these photographs on the front page? Yes. Well, that's the person I'm after, Harper. Am I right? Yes. Now, perhaps you'll come to Scotland Yard with me and make a statement.
4: I think we'll stop here for five minutes, Temple.
0: Yes. Better pull into the lay-by, Bosco.
4: right. Now, Bosman, let's make sure we've got the details right. You say you've seen the manager of the hotel at Pangborn. Everything's laid on.
0: Yes, sir Graham, everything. I tested the microphones myself. They'll pick up every word.
4: Uh, did you tell the hotel manager exactly what was happening?
0: Well, I had to confide in him to a certain extent. I'm pretty sure he's trustworthy.
4: Right. Well, how are we for time, Bosman? We, uh, we've about an hour to go, sir. And we're about 20 minutes from the hotel, I should say. Then I think perhaps we'd better get moving, just in case our friend decides to arrive early.
0: Yes, that might be a little awkward, to say the least.
3: Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, Mr. Temple is expecting me. My name is France, Elliot France.
1: Mr. France? Oh, yes, of course, sir. That's room number four on the first floor. The lift's over there, sir.
3: It's quite all right, thank you. I'll walk. Where can I telephone, please?
1: There's a box just outside the smoke room.
3: Oh, thank you.
1: Good morning, sir.
5: I have an appointment with a Mr. Temple.
1: Oh, yes. Can I have your name, please? Then I'll phone Mr. Temple and see.
5: there's no need to phone. Mr. Temple here is expecting me. My name is Bretshoft.
1: Very well, sir. It's on the first floor, room number five. Number five,
5: thank
1: you.
3: Conrad, Shut the door. You're late. Late? I, I don't understand. I didn't even know you were coming here. Stop talking nonsense, Franz. Now, where's Betty? I haven't the slightest idea where she is. You're lying. You kidnapped her before and kept her with that damn countess woman, and now you've done it again. Now, where is she? Talk sense, Conrad. You know why I kidnapped Betty in the first place. To get those letters from you. Yes, well, I gave you the letters and the documents. Now you've double-crossed me. What's the idea? Conrad, listen, I know nothing about Betty. I haven't the faintest idea where she is. No? No. Then why did you send me this note with Betty's glove? What note? Oh, since you want to play fun and games, I'll read it to you. This glove will prove that Betty is with me and is quite safe. If you want your daughter back, meet me in room four at the Signet Hotel Pangborn at 11.30 tomorrow morning. Elliot France. May I see the signature? Well, I didn't send this note. Now look, Franz. You were awkward with me once before. I was awkward. You refused to do what I wanted. Well, of course, I refused. You used my case history to blackmail me. I was prepared to pay money, but not to work for you. That still stands. I'm not asking you to work for me now. I'm simply asking you to release Betty. If you don't, well. I've got photostat copies of those letters of your case history. I could sell them tomorrow to any newspaper in the world. Look, Conrad, I I can only tell you the truth and hope you have the sense to believe me. I've not seen Betty since the day she was released, and I'm completely in the dark as to where she is now. Is that the truth? I swear to you it's the truth. And what about this note? I don't know. I only know that I didn't send it. Well, if you didn't send it, why did you come here? I was asked to meet Paul Temple here. He telephoned me and suggested that we... Temple? Yes. He telephoned you? Yes. Last night? Good Lord. What's the matter? He sent this note. He intended we should meet. He knew that as soon as we came face to face, we'd start talking about... What is it? There's a microphone in this room somewhere. Nonsense. It isn't nonsense. I found the wire. They must be in the next room. What are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm getting out of here. door's locked. Of course it isn't locked. Let me try. It's locked, I tell you, from the outside.
0: Good morning, Dr. Conrad. Now, don't be stupid. Put that gun down. you
3: better give me that gun, Doctor. Stand back, all of you. I warn you, I shan't hesitate to shoot. Get out of the way, Franz. Conrad, for heaven's sake, you're only making things worse. Look out! He's jumped from the balcony.
5: He's making for the car park. He's doubled back into the road.
0: Hey, Weston, stop him! Charter! Where's his car? Over there, near the entrance.
4: He's going to make it all right?
0: Yes, it looks like it. But his car's facing this way. He won't have time to turn.
4: Surely this is a cul-de-sac.
0: Yes, the road ends at the river. He'll have to turn.
4: Look out! The man must be crazy. He'll find himself in the
3: river. He's hit the bank. He's gone over the top, possibly.
0: It's no use, Sir Graham. The car nosedived into the river. The bonnets wedged deep into the mud. If the impact didn't kill him, he's drowned by now.
4: We've got to make sure, Vosper.
0: All right. Wind her in. Uh, the diver's fastened the cable to the car. Should be coming up any minute now.
4: Did your man phone for a doctor, Vosper? Yes. Should have been here by now.
3: Easy. Up she comes. All right now. Ready?
0: it is. Conrad's
4: still in the driving seat. Hmm.
0: Not exactly a pretty sight.
4: No. You know the drill, Bosburn? Yes, sir. Come along, Temple. Let's leave them
1: to it.
2: Countess Decker will see you now. Oh, thank you, sister. This way, please. Oh, Mr. Temple. Hello. Mrs. Taylor, good afternoon. What lovely roses. Thank you very much. You're
0: looking a great deal better than I expected, Countess.
2: Yes, I'm very much better. Good. Uh, please, sit down, both of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I was anxious to see you, because I heard on my radio that Elliot France was being questioned by the police.
0: I thought you were not very friendly with Mr. France.
2: That was just a little... Uh, a little tiff? Uh, yes. But Elliot is a good man, Mr. Temple. Please believe me, he's not a criminal.
0: He appears to have been rather deeply involved with one.
2: Conrad.
0: Yes. We know he was the man behind the whole business. Oh,
2: thank heaven you know that.
0: But how exactly did Elliot France come into it?
2: Well, after he'd stayed with me for some time, I could see there was something on his mind. One night I persuaded him to tell me about it how Dr. Conrad had been blackmailing him and now wanted him to take charge of his organization in Bavaria for distributing drugs. Elliot was desperate. So you suggested a way out? Yes. I said the only way to deal with such an unscrupulous man like Conrad was to get some sort of hold over him. And
0: Franz remembered that Conrad had a daughter?
2: Yes, and there she was, almost on our doorstep. It was not difficult to devise a little plot to kidnap Betty Conrad. Well, oh, then
1: she really did come to your house that afternoon. She did.
2: Elliot told Conrad that Betty would be sent back as soon as the papers and letters he was blackmailing him with were returned. I see. Dr. Conrad came to Germany and tried to reason with Elliot, but I made Elliot be firm. Conrad's only weak spot was his daughter. And indeed, it's not surprising. Betty is a very attractive girl. And you found her a little too attractive. Oh, so Elliot told you about that. He said you'd had a quarrel and that you'd walked out on him. Yes, it was very silly of me. I can see that now. I've had time to think since I've been in hospital.
0: I'm glad you're able to feel so detached about it, Countess.
2: Well, Elliot and I looked after Betty... We treated her as one of the family. Perhaps it would have been better if we hadn't. Why was that? Because she overheard the conversation between Elliot and myself about Dr. Conrad. She heard the truth about her father. Mm. How he was trying to extend his organization halfway across Europe was a dreadful shock for the child. Must have been. Anyhow, after Betty left us... I had a letter from Conrad saying she was pining to see Elliot again. Uh, Conrad? Trying to make trouble between you? Yes. Although I knew Conrad for what it was, the letter made me jealous of Betty. I had a row with Elliot and decided to come to London and tell you the whole story. And
0: here you were very nearly murdered by Captain Smith.
2: Yes. Oh, I'll never forget that man coming from behind the curtains with a gun in his hand. Now, you mustn't think about that. No. I must try to think about Elliot... I must try to think what's best for
0: you. I shouldn't worry too much about Mr. France, if I were you. The police merely questioned him about a recording of a conversation between himself and Dr. Conrad. Oh,
2: oh I see. Come in.
3: Elsa, my dear. How are you?
2: Elliot.
0: Steve, I think this is our cue to go, <laughs> And
1: That's just what I was thinking. <laughs> goodbye, Countess. Oh, Goodbye.
3: Goodbye.
0: you like a light, Sir Graham? Your cigar seems to be... No, no, no,
4: it's fine, Temple. I'm very comfortable. Well, my word, it's been quite a day.
5: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am to you, Sir Graham. And Mr. Temple, of course. We were getting very concerned in Munich about the drug traffic.
4: Well, now you can get concerned about the Gerda Holman murder. That's your pigeon, thank oh,
5: goodness. Oh, she, was, she was unquestionably killed by Fritz Gunther, acting on orders from Conrad... The doctor suspected that Madame Klein was an Interpol agent. He, he was afraid she'd question Gerda and the girl would break down. Yes,
0: I don't think there's any doubt about that. Madame Klein had already got her eye on Conrad. That's why she was interested in Betty.
1: But why did they put a blue coat on the dead girl?
0: Because Conrad wanted us to think that Madame Klein and the dress shop were involved in the murder. He wanted us to continue our investigations in Bavaria
4: and not in London.
5: I see. Is there any news of
4: Gunther, Sir dear? Not yet, I'm afraid.
1: Uh, What about Dennis Harper? We've had to arrest
4: Harper, of course. But I should imagine he'll get a fairly light sentence.
0: Conrad found him a useful accomplice. But like most drug addicts, he couldn't screw himself up to tackle the really big jobs. How do you mean? Well, when Gunther lured us into that trap at Innsbruck, Harper hadn't the nerve to finish the job. He used blank cartridges.
1: Oh, yes, I remember.
0: Ever since, he's been scared that Conrad would cut off his supply of dope. When we saw him at the Groove Club, he was there to pick up more of the stuff from
4: Smith. Yes, Conrad's been using the club as a distribution centre.
1: Then why did Conrad send us there? Don't forget he produced the membership card which was supposed to belong to Betty. That's why we went to the club. Mm, He wanted
0: us to go there for two reasons. One, to scare the pants off Harper. And two, the bomb incident and Captain Smith.
1: But it couldn't have been Harper who forced our car off the road on the way to Oberammergau. No,
0: it was Fritz Gunter. He'd been tipped off by Conrad that we were in
4: Garmisch. Temple... I don't get the significance of the cocktail sticks.
0: Oh, they were presented by Fritz Gunter to various members of the ring and used as a means of identification. Ah,
4: so they'd
1: be able to contact each other? Exactly. But what about that time we went to pointers?
0: That was an ingenious idea of Conrad's to get us down to the cottage at Oxted. The idea being that we should be murdered by his American associate, Dale Black. <laughs> Luckily for us, Smith was jealous of Black and that very afternoon murdered him. And you think it was Conrad himself who killed Smith? Yes, because Smith had bungled the bomb incident. Don't forget, when Smith was dying, he said, get Dr... What he was really trying to say, of course, was get Dr. Conrad. Oh,
1: yes. And the postcard, Paul, the, the one we found in Oxted?
0: That was a copy of the card addressed to Betty Conrad. The doctor paid a servant of the school to send him copies of all her correspondence. The letters and cards were sent to Oxted and addressed to Mrs. Ruth mm-hmm. Conrad.
1: Come
0: in. Ah, come in, Vosper. I thought you'd like to know we've picked up Fritz Gunter,
4: Sir Graham. Ah, good man. Where was he? In a telephone box, sir. Giving an imitation of you. (laughs) Of me? What on earth do you mean? (laughs) It
0: appears he spoke to Digby at the yard and ordered him to call off the hunt. It was such a good imitation that it fooled Digby and the message was sent out to all the squad (laughs)
3: guards.
0: (laughs) 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 I imagine you'd like a drink, Inspector. Thank you. A very large whiskey. <laughs>
1: Paul, there's hmm? just one more question. No,
0: no more questions,
1: please.
3: Excuse me, Mr. Temple. Do you want anything before I. No, go? No, good
0: night, Charlie. And good luck. I hope you win.
1: Huh. Win what?
0: South of England cha-cha competition, darling. Ah, Charlie's in the
3: final. Oh. Was in the final, Mr. T. Hmm? Beryl's got the flu. Oh, bad luck, Charlie. Well, if you want a partner, there's always Mrs. Temple. Oh, this is modern stuff, Mr. T. None of your polkas and gavottes. <laughs> oh, yes, really, Charlie. I was only joking. <laughs>
1: Now, uh, where is this competition, Charlie? Why, it's at the Groove Club, Mrs. Temple. The Groove? Steve, what oh. are you thinking? Mrs. <laughs> Temple, you, you wouldn't. You, you couldn't. <laughs> Could I? Three of those atomic fruit juice things, and I'll be the new cha cha champion. Lead the way, Charlie. Lead the way. <laughs>
0: That was the last episode of Paul Temple and the Conrad case. The part of Paul Temple... There's only one way to deal with this affair. So far, I've been orthodox. Now, I'm going to be a little unorthodox. Was played by Peter Cook. Steve.
1: But how could Betty Conrad possibly have got back to England without remembering anything?
3: Was played by Marjorie Westbury. Sir Graham Forbes. I
4: tell you, Temple, Betty Conrad's here now
3: in my office, sitting opposite me.
5: Played by Richard Williams. Herr Brekshaft. I did not tell you sooner, but now I think you'd better know Madame Klein is an agent for Interpol.
3: Was played by Jeffrey Siegel. Elsa, Countess Decker.
2: You don't appear to be making much progress, Mr Temple. What on earth can have happened to the poor child?
3: Was played by Joan Matheson. Elliot France. I was very anxious about Elsa, naturally. We've been living... uh, We've been very close friends for years. Played by James Thomason. Mrs. Weldon?
2: Well, naturally, I came when I heard that poor Elsa was at the point of death.
3: Played by
0: Virginia Winter. Dennis Harper? I tell you, I had nothing to do with the Holman murder. You know perfectly well I hadn't. It was played by John Brining. Inspector Vosper? Yes, it's all arranged, Sir Graham.
3: I've two men tailing him. Played by Hugh Manning. Charlie? No, Rock and Roll won't be your cover team, Mrs. Temple. It's more for young people. James Beatty. Dr. Conrad? I've got photostat copies of those letters of your case history. I could sell them tomorrow to any newspaper in the world. was played by Rolf Lefebvre. Other parts were played by Frank Partington, Peggy Gow, John Hollis,
0: Sheila Grant and John Bennett. The Paul Temple serials are written by Francis Durbridge and produced by Martin C. Webster.